right, so this is Lewis. This is Greg. This is Chris. Welcome back to Shoot the Bit. Woo! I don't know if we've picked. I don't know if we've officially picked a topic for today. Oh, I thought we were gonna go with the mobile dev. Since that's we, right. Since oh, we're, that's right. Since since uh, we we've all dabbled, I know that um, Greg's done the Android, I've done mm. the iOS. You've also done the web. Yeah. I've done the web too. You're really good at mobile and responsive design. I didn't know this. Well, you know what it is. It's just like. It's all bootstrap, dude. I just stick with that, <laughs> honestly. I'll just stick with that. Like, don't venture out? Nah, not really. I, I looked into foundation at one point, but Foundation's I don't really like the markup, you know what I mean? Oh, the way it like, reads? Like the, yeah, the way you call the columns, and you know what I mean? Well, you know, that's what my problem with the less is, like, and was it uh, CS, CSS? SAS. SAS, yeah. yeah. With SAS is that, like, the markup's, like, really weird, and it's nested, and I'm just like, you know... I, I could you can, do this. You can see its usefulness, but like you have to get past the threshold of using it, and then it's like, oh, I'm very comfortable with CSS. I'm not comfortable with this. I just wanted to do. Well, and even when you learn, because um, the debugging is really difficult because um, you're expect you're expecting to look and search for certain elements. Does that require a preprocessor? Well, I, yeah, I think that's why it pre you write it in a certain syntax and then it turns then, it into CSS. Yeah. So on the browser, when you're inspecting stuff, you'll see it yeah, as one you thing. Have no idea where it is. And then you're like, where the fuck is it? In I like the nesting. Like if they could. If you could nest in CSS, you know, I mean, oh, you can yeah. by prefixing classes and stuff like yeah, that. You can also do, um, you can nest in that media queries. So it's getting pretty. Oh yeah. Technically, that's mm. nesting, right? That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Is CSS Turing complete? I, uh, what a terrifying question. Excel, Excel macros are Turing complete. You know that? Oh man. The macro language. Well, you could write anything. Isn't a VB? Uh, I don't know if it's VB or anything, but um, it might be. Or yeah, like yeah. Oh, yeah, it is, or at least very similar to. Yeah, you know what I mean? But I mean, like when when you say something's turning complete, it means that like you can make it do anything that you want it to do. I mean, it's going to take you a long time to code, right? But if it's complete, then you, if let's say two languages are turning complete, then they both should be able to solve the same problem. If one can solve it, the other one can solve it too. And if there's a solution that you oh, wrote man. in one, you can write a solution in another. So if like you write a simple elegant one liner in like Perl. Mm. Pearl string complete, and then you have like VB and VB string complete. Like, who knows how many? Like, it doesn't mean they're equal, but like, all I'm thinking about is like, I'm gonna go write a you know, sorting algorithm in CSS. Wait, mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. if the trick the, the interpreter, <laughs> you know, you do it with like line drawings and stuff, and it just like shows just visually sorts of visually like, sorts perfect. Of. Ah, yeah, I've never been big on like the pre the kind of the preprocessor stuff. Because again, like you said, the end result is always CSS, right? Yeah. And it just seems like it's just one more step between like what you're working on and what you end up with. Well, sometimes it's beautiful. And um, if it makes it really easy and you can still debug easily, then great, right? Yeah. But sometimes it makes it like really difficult. Like imagine if you um, inherited a minified, like, you know, sometimes they like minify. Oh, yeah, imagine yeah, you yeah. inherited that, right? Yeah. And you inherited the end result and like a client doesn't know. And he's like, here, this is what they have on the thing. And you're like, this is minified and uglified. How am I supposed to like, I have to like re, you, you know. expand it. Yeah. And you start renaming there. Oh, oh my. Bang important everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just the hackiest. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a bad sign when you catch yourself doing that. We did that for one of our clients who will not be named. Because. Uh, <laughs> we were learning on the job, but yeah, we did that and it was bad. Um, it, was, uh, yeah. it was pretty bad. Did we ever like not do that? Is that is that we've, still live code? That would be terrible. We learned, and I think we've added to that code. 
I don't know if we've ever done like a, a go do that was, clean and everything. Dude, that was so bad. If you stop thinking about it, oh, yeah. hash hashtag uh, hashtags everywhere. Oh, for ideas, ideas, oh, yeah, yeah. and then like, okay. co- like it was so you could tell it was like an amateur hack job. It was yeah. so like, bad. I don't get why my CSS isn't working, but I do know that important makes it work. So yeah, something else I've seen is like if you if you stack the classes <laughs> somehow, mm-hmm. like if, let's say your class is called like active, mm-hmm. if you like dot active dot active. Sometimes oh, that yeah. will no, like it's, it's the the CSS precedence yeah you know, the calculation because I think they do uh, a what is it the IDs have a precedence of like a hundred and then classes have a precedence of like ten and then if you just target the element itself it's like a precedence of one yeah but then important is like a million or something crazy yeah it just so like it totally blows it out uh, yeah. sometimes I mean probably the only time I find myself really using importance and having to lean on them is if you <laughs> are like kind of modifying an existing style sheet. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, so I with a lot. Yeah, or like in, in like, a, you know, oh, we, we bought this template and now we want this changed and that changed. And yeah. mm-hmm. like on occasion, you end up just kind of having to do like a brute force thing. Just like smash it. But I hate doing that stuff. I, I would mm-hmm. rather start from scratch. Well, I, I would actually just go on the style sheet and try to change it in there. Yeah. But then you have to call it dot .mod. So they, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like style sheets, like uh, hyphen mod or something. So people track know. it down. I got a pretty good CSS, CSS trick. Yeah, what is it? Okay, so what you do is whenever you want like to perfectly stack divs next to each other, uh-huh. uh, you put like you have a containing div, and then you display inline it, right? And that'll make it be like next to each other. And then you add um, then the containing div. You say text align justify, mm-hmm. and then you add a span at the bottom that takes a hundred percent. It tricks it into thinking that there's two lines, and the thing, and then the inline objects think they're text, and they'll always be equidistantly spaced. Crazy! It's so, really cool. I've done it for a couple sites. It's an interesting, yeah. <laughs> it was like something uh, else I've seen. Uh, I don't know if it's like an official part of the spec, uh, but there's like a grid object apparently that they're working on, like a native CSS grid. Oh, oh cool! Yeah. Internet Explorer is really pushing. I think it's the one that's actually pushing that standard for. Really? Me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, it was a part of the CSS summit that we took. Remember? I wasn't there. Oh, yeah. you missed out. Yeah. So there was this Becca at when I we were at a company it. named Brighter. They paid for something called the CSS Summit, and I think Josh had a push for it. So we all attended and got a better understanding of how CSS worked. That's when it started getting better for everybody. Oh, yeah. Because like, yeah. it was bad before that. But um, one of the things that they were showing, it was like all these new standards and like how Adobe and Internet Explorer are really pushing for the new CSS4 or whatever standard or like CSS3 standard to, to adopt some things. And a lot of it's like shit that you would do in print that they want to add to the web. So yeah. they're basically trying to make the web more print-like. I've seen and stuff where, yeah, like where you can align text like around a round object or something to that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, overflow. But I mean, if you want to do that, why don't you just use a framework like the Cocoa framework? That's what, that's that's where people like don't realize that like iOS development and probably Android development too has got like some pretty nifty frameworks to do that. Mm-hmm. Where you can do that, where you can be like, I want to define this object. Okay, now here's a string and then it'll just do it. And like, I, I just don't see the value of that on the web, honestly. Like it just, yeah, it just seems gimmicky. It doesn't seem. And if you really needed to do it, you'd, you'd you know do it in Photoshop and just have an image or something. Yeah, right? yeah like, it's like or like ways. SVG or you know. But what if you want to highlight that text, bro? <laughs> How would you even in like a circle? You'd like drag your mouse around. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. I, I bet you that at the end of the day, it would still be like rectangular. rectangular. Yeah. but it's just dumb. I've just never seen the point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They no. say like uh, just because you could doesn't doesn't mean you should, <laughs> you should or whatever. 
So, so you know, uh, yeah, I've just I've never really understood that. So when it comes to mobile, are you a, a, a was it? There's there's two camps, right? There's like the camp that believes that we should do it with like web applications. And there's people that do it so much that they actually just end up taking like websites and saving them as applications on like iPhones and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're just non-native apps. And um, oh, like you bring it up in a web view or whatever. <clears throat> it's essentially loading. I, yeah. I think those always drag ass, though. Yeah, they do. They do drag. Ass I mean, it's nice because you only have one code base or whatever that you're working with. Yeah. But I think Facebook is kind of the most famous example of that, just like mm-hmm. not working out. Right. I mean, who knows? Maybe it would work out better now, with you know, kind of with where things are at now. But I don't know, man. I think if you're gonna do a native app, you may as well. If you can do an app, you may as well just make it native. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they work well for like mockups, right? You're just like, I want to see what oh, this yeah, looks like. Oh, totally. yeah, totally. And you're just like, oh, cool. No, I think that's great. I think that's definitely the way to go is like do your proof of concept in HTML. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the worst case, you always have that to fall back on. Like if you start rolling something out, roll a service out, and you don't necessarily have the resources to do it like for every available platform, even though for the most part, they're only two, really. I mean, yeah, and they're really, really easy. Like, it's it's going to be... iOS development is super easy. People always say it's complicated, but once you get it, it's basically... It's stupid OOP. You want to do anything custom? You just expand the class and add your shit and yeah. then make them talk together. And, like, it is, like, kindergarten, like, OOP. Like, you took the OOP class and then someone's like, that's amazing, let's do that, like, hardcore. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, but we need flexibility of C because we're grown-ups and we need to do grown-up stuff, right? Yeah. So... <laughs> So C like got it on with like small talk and made a baby and you know they played some like Marvin Gaye you know like let's get it on <laughs> and an objective C came out right and uh, I forgot what the point is I got so wrapped up in the sex I think the point you were saying is is that iPhone development meant oh it isn't is. as hard as oh yeah so it's just, easy yeah so like you just have to like know it and do it their way and do it this like stupid OOP way but once you got it down you got it down and you can like crunch them out so fast right yeah. And the development, which you did, mm-hmm. and uh, I get asked, uh, be, like, they'll see someone do it, like, be like, oh, you did an iOS app? Do you know Android? And I'm like, no. <laughs> why, would I, why would I know? And then they'll be like, well, can you help me solve this thing? And then I'll be like, Google for five minutes. And I'll be like, uh, it, so this is the concept. Are you, do you understand this concept? And they'll be like, oh, that's, that makes so much sense. That works. Okay, cool. Thanks. And I was like, did you, like, read the documentation? Like, did you, do yeah. you understand what you're doing? <laughs> Android documentation is amazing. Yeah, like, it's plentiful, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, after going through it, I'm like, oh, this is what regular documentation is like. And then I saw, like, a bunch of other documentation for different other, like, frameworks that are even bigger. Like, I think it was, uh, what is it, C-sharp? Or, you know, you go The MSDN that. stuff is, well, it's... It's, it's like, okay, but then it's, like, also some weirdly blog-based, so you can, like, leave a comment on it. I'm like, I don't want comments on my documentation. Unless, like, you need know, straight to the developer, like, hey, this is wrong, or this needs to be updated. But, yeah. like... You know, if I don't want someone at the bottom to be like, this sucks, I hate it. Like, so what happened was MSDN took uh, documentation and then it got it almost Stack Overflow. It, 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 yeah. it played some, some, it played some very white. And but yeah, no, like, I mean, it's like Android documentation is just amazing. Like it, it comes, you know, fully packed with like every bit of information you'd want to know first off. And then comes with code a ton samples. of just like code samples that you can just implement right off the bat. Yeah, Apple mm-hmm. does the same thing. But what mm-hmm. I kind of like about Apple is that uh, their problem, well, not problem, but the thing is that if you want to go the... I want to see code examples and I want to see how the thought process behind it is. It is way too verbose. But for like people that don't fuck around, they're like, you look up, was it um, whatever you're looking for, class reference, no. and it tells you this is the class, this is what it expects, this is what it returns when it fucks up, and this is how it handles this. Short paragraphs for every method, 
and it's it's brilliant. I just go in, and then it it's written in English, so you get a feel for what what it was supposed to do, and um. The only stuff that's kind of obscure is like the bonjour shit and like mm -hmm. any sort of network discovery mm -hmm. where I've like I've had to do it for like this application that I'm working on that um, like that re talks to the computer and then streams it to the Chromecast. Um, so it needs to find the computer and needs to find the Chromecast on the network, right? Yeah. That was the hardest piece. Mm -hmm. And that's done now. And then it all gets done through streams and does the stream stuff. So it's very C-like. You know what you're going to need to include into that app now? Mm. Did you see this? The um, Nexus the, TV? No, the, uh, uh, the oh, Amazon Fire TV. Ah. Oh, they have yeah. a USB stick. If, you're an, if you have an Amazon Prime membership, it's 20 bucks. So here, mm. here, Ridiculous. Here's, nice. here's the thing. You're not thinking like an entrepreneur, bro. So you, I released one for that. I released one for the Chrome, and that makes money. Yeah. I released one for the Amazon <laughs> Prime, and that makes money. And then whatever Gotta other trickle them out. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then like one gets bought out, and then like you know, you know, Google, oh, was it Amazon's not gonna want to lose out to Google, so they're both gonna have to get bought out. That's you how do you it make. generically. So you just like color swap it. Yeah, you just yeah, color swap ones. Yeah, and then you just like yeah, it's and Roku. Um, yeah. Roku's going public pretty soon. Apparently, they're gonna oh, cool. do an IPO. You know, been around for a long time. I think I bought my first Roku player like nine years ago yeah, or something. Like, They've been around for old. a long time. They finally figured out Open is the way. Yeah. I wonder when Netflix is going to figure that out. I think we've had this conversation before, right? Yeah, when we were bitching did. about their um, their well, API. And all they need, all they need is shutting it down. All they need is like a like was it um, like a couch flicks? Is yeah, it, that was yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can come up with your own station. You'd make like your own channel, you know? Yeah, yeah. It would be nice, but. Um, it would also be nice to get paid uh, to receive blowjobs. Um, you know, <laughs> in a perfect society, in, perfect, yeah. in a perfect world, one of these <laughs> maybe, maybe on Mars. Yeah. Maybe when we make it to Mars. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd say yeah. Oh, going back to foundation. So I never really got into it. I never really saw the appeal of foundation versus Bootstrap. Um, so I just go Bootstrap, and then typically I'll just. I'll even just mock everything up like with no custom styles. Just it looks get, pretty good. Just get it all working. Yeah, it looks all right. Mm -hmm. And then you start, you know, and then I'll just do like kind of That's a, the way a CSS do. override thing. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Just Chris tweak Jones. it a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like dot button, border radius zero, and all of a sudden all the buttons are sharp. Like, circles, okay, cool. circles, circles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey, speaking mm -hmm. of design, uh, what do you guys think about Yosemite? That happened while we were off the air. Yeah. yeah. It's so you, great. you posted a comment it's about so it that I thought was really funny. Oh, yeah. So back in 09, I had a KDE setup that um, it was a KDE 4 <laughs> had just come out. And uh, it looks like I shit you. Know, I needed to like, put up like pictures next to each other. Yeah, it looks with the, all the semi-transparent. It looked like, exactly mm, the same. I was yeah. like angry because I was like, man, if I had just written this train out, I would have been like, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you. See, and I've, I've been on the beta for like for a month or two. So it didn't really come as as big of a shock to me, you know what I mean? I've kind of gotten used to it already. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like, what are you gonna do? Like, not upgrade? Yeah, that's. I, I did mean, like the I like the the dark title bar, like the dark title bar. Have you seen that? It's in uh, it's in the appearances settings. You know, like you can switch from like blue to graphite or whatever. Oh, just, okay. So, anyways, one of them there's a little checkbox. It does um, dark menus. So the oh, menu nice. bar instead of being white with black text, it's inverted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then oh, it yeah. also darkens the dock. The dock background is, oh, is cool. black. Oh, you know what's a really it's good one? If you looking. want to freak out some some like some of the Apple people use it's just like oh hardware overrides for inverting stuff. And I think one of them is uh, Oh, it? the accessibility stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, but is it, is it no that's not it. Or did they get rid of it? It might have, you know. You just like breaks your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's gone. Yeah, oh, did they do anything? 
Did, so I know like Mavericks uh, came out with multi-screen sliding support. So now instead of sliding to the next screen, instead of sliding both of them, you could, you know, if you had an external monitor, you could slide screens on that, slide screens on the, you know, it, was, it seemed oh, like the a, spaces or whatever. Yeah, it seemed like a pretty big, um, I don't know, it was, it was a big change. It wasn't just design, it was like, you know, yeah, functionality. Was, a bunch would, of stuff under the hood. was there any like big functionality change for Yosemite? I mean, I've played around with it a little bit. I haven't seen anything that's um, like the integration with iPhone is pretty slick. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, I don't know if that's like. I think that's more of an addition than anything else. Mm. But yeah, the handoff feature. I haven't really. I, I've used it mostly just for texting. Yeah. And what it'll do is on um, messages on your Mac, you can you can respond to. Regular text messages. Right, you know, right. So they had that for too. a little bit, right? Like, this, that was yeah. the new So you're not switching between the two. Right. Um, Although, you know, honestly, I only noticed it when I switched to Yosemite. Mm. Not not because oh. it'll do regular, like, SMS, not just iMessage okay. ones. Yeah. Um, they got rid of it. Oh, it's gone. It was a uh, command control option eight. Yeah, I thought it was crazy. And it, what it does is it does, wow. a, hard, it does a hardware wow. invert That's crazy. on the colors, right? So I'm pretty, pretty, it pretty much like switches a bit. <laughs> And then, so what I would do is, um, back when, like, Macs were still new and people didn't really know how to use them, they were just, like, basically browsing Facebook with a really expensive laptop. I'd be like, oh, let me see. Kutunk. And I'd be like, oh, figure that one out, bitch. I don't know if you guys, did you guys ever play Street Fighter 2? I played Street Fighter 4. Yeah, Yeah, sure, I played it. Might be a generational thing. Well, I definitely played Street Fighter 1. Yeah. I played... Because two, when it was in the arcades, you, if you... I played on the Sega Genesis. You would get the guy where you'd fight, you know, some kid would walk up and you'd pick Guile, you start mm-hmm. battling him. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, boom! It throws you into what was called handcuffs, yeah. mm-hmm. where your two players would just, like, be locked together by the wrists. <laughs> and then the, the timer would switch to infinity. And, like, any move you made, the other guy would make it. Like, you couldn't fight each other. You oh, just weird. jumped around the screen. Oh, it's- Oh, that's awesome. always it's like some weird glitch where like the two models just get merged and yeah. you can and it just like and it yeah it throws I don't know if it was some kind of <laughs> test thing because yeah it would switch the time to it'd be a little infinity thing hmm. and you'd have to like unplug the game nice. and plug it back in that's a dick move it's a total <laughs> dick fuck that guy yeah. that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. and he would like waste no time he'd come up like put in the quarter you know he pick his guy, fight, wham, and then walk away. And you're like, dude, <laughs> come on, man. And you're but, back there, like, trying to pull the cord, you know? Well, I mean, those things have switches, right? Hey, weren't we going to build a main arcade machine? Thing? We talked about it, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I had mentioned RetroPie. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm actually I'm down I'm for trying to get that it. set up. I'm down for shortcutting. Oh, nice. I'm over, I'm over, like, <laughs> I don't want to do any single party. Yeah. No, I'll be, I'm fucking lazy. That's why. That's what's so great about all these frameworks, like all these front end frameworks and stuff. You know, because really, so seldom you have to like reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? Because really, all I want to do is um, take the because I know where to get the buttons for the things. I really, I just want to make the case and then just have like main running. Yeah. At the, end of, at the end of the day, do I want to do the Linux configuration? I did when I first said it. Not anymore. I just want to fucking work. <laughs> I just want to play. I just want to play. Yeah. <laughs> and you figure there's like however many hundred dudes that have like already gone through all the grief that you'd put yourself through you know it's not hard but yeah you know you can benefit from someone else's labor of life. yeah you know, and you never like, know you know you hit those little gotchas and stuff where you're like why oh, the hell yeah. isn't this working and mm-hmm. and you clean your resistors you're like oh that was it <laughs> so like, on ios but, development something i've been curious about is swift i haven't have you looked into that at oh, that's all right. that's their little uh, oh no 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 it's so apparently like a, it looks like yeah. javascript for um but for like the iOS thing to yeah. like make it quicker, but I don't know like 
Objective C is already like fast enough. Like, what would you script? Like, was it like, mm. I don't know. I need to I need to play with it because it. I saw it and it looks like some weird like JavaScript merges with some sort of shell scripting language. It looks pretty funky, but um, I mean, we've done it. We've been there, right? We've done the Rails. We've done the PHP. We've done mm-hmm. the Perl. And it's, and it's just another scripting language. Yeah. The world has enough languages. What is it? The yeah. Facebook threw out like Hack. What was that called? Like a extension of PHP or right, something? Yeah. Um. Like sure, yeah. whatever. I would just. I'm now more of the mentality: take the existing language and just add syntactic sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why um, I don't know if you've seen this library called Cello. I don't think so. For what? Uh, it's like a C C library, and then adds all that like shorthand, syntactic, sugar, lambda expressions. Oh, bullshit. that's cool. Yeah. You, just impo- you don't even need to do anything with the language. You just import it. It compiles on GCC or Clang, whatever bullshit, and um, you start using it. Cool. And it's good shit. Yeah. So every every time I have to code in C, I'm like, first of all, it's like pound include. Yeah. Put that. Exactly. They just basically brought a bunch of macros for you, and they're like, here you go, and I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Some kid too. Yeah, that's the one thing I could see because it seems like, you know, the the native iOS development, like, it can get a little wordy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe part of that's just the way that they name things. Well, or... that's the thing. The, the the idea is that the code is supposed to be self-documenting, so it should be like a book. So if yeah. you do it correctly and you don't try to shortchange it, so anybody else should be able to come in and understand the intent with what you wrote, right? Yeah. Um, I actually sort of carry that into all the languages that I write. So if I do it in JavaScript, I do the same fucking shit. Ruby, same fucking shit. Um, I don't know if that actually helps. You've worked on projects with me. Does it? Uh, I mean... Be honest. Be honest. Does it actually no, help? not at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I, couldn't, I haven't really noticed it. I mean, not like it hasn't stood out to me, and then maybe just be because I read it, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So it's not like I spend time and effort trying to decipher what you've written. Because you do the same thing, actually. Yeah, you know, I, like... I try and be verbose. I try and, you know, leave comments and whatnot if it's not immediately clear what I'm trying to do. But you know. I don't leave comments. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, if, if it's not immediately clear, you need to, like, learn yourself some code. Sometimes I'll start with comments. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I want to do this, then I'm going to do this, right. then I'm going to do that, and then kind of start filling it in. I've done that a couple times. And it's just times. a matter of whether or not I leave those in there. And then I, I forget about it, and then I come back to it, and I'm like, oh, this doesn't do anything I thought it was going to do. <laughs> oh, I've done that. I was yeah. looking at a piece of code um, for the import stuff that I was writing, and it was the stuff that I written a while back, and I'm like, this never ran. I think we started it, and then like never finished it, and then we came back to it, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, this, there's no way this ever worked. This never works. <laughs> <laughs> I was like basically going in and fixing all the shit that like um, needed fixing mm-hmm. and I, I didn't even I don't know so what'd you write your import thing in so it takes a CSV file oh oh yeah yeah it just takes a CSV file it's it's all in Ruby it just takes a CSV file parses it out does some grouping and shit and then it just goes boop, do, 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 and like dumps them into active record or something yeah or? it just mm-hmm. it converts them into active record objects that get picked up by another system that sends out messages or something yeah so I mean it's uh, I don't want to get too too into it because I don't yeah, know yeah. I'm getting, but basically CSV comes in uh, active uh, active record objects are generated like basically stuff is done to the database a process comes in and then does something in this process before it sends out information to the respective parties Bada bing. Bada bing, bada boom. How would you handle like failures in that kind of a situation? Uh, so basically, do you do like just a big fat try on it. No, or? no, no, I never do that. If 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 one part if one part fails, uh-huh. then the whole thing fails, right? Yeah. So you need every piece to work. So basically, um, the way that I write my code is I try to like compart- comp- corp- 
Compartmentalize. There you go. Can you say it one more time? No, I can't. Compartmentalize. Yeah. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Oh, man. English is technically my single, single, second language. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people don't know. This is not my first language. <laughs> I got really good at it, but... <laughs> um, technically speaking. Technically speaking, it's my second language. Um... But yeah, so I carp, I carp, carp, uh, yeah, you do that thing. I slice them out into little pieces. So yeah, so you know, yeah. ch- ch- chop in little bite-sized uh, codes, and then make sure that each piece works. Mm-hmm. And then um, I try to build it in a way that's reusable. Like so, you can like, was it? It's like this is like standard shit. Uh, was it? You want to write reusability, compostability, and like try to get small units that you can sort of like put together to make it do different things. Yeah. So like one method would be using like uh, three other methods and stuff like that. Was that kind of concept of like don't repeat yourself or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you just re you know, like basically you're trying to generate traction to move faster and like you like already wrote it and set a unit that you can use and reuse as a building block, right? That's yeah. great. That's good stuff. So you gotta make sure that that building block like works and works flawlessly, right? And so um that's what I do. And then so each piece is like thoroughly tested and then I just like mix and match stuff together to do what I want it to do. Yeah. Well, let's say like you had some bad data, just as an example. Then like, say you have like a ten thousand row CSV file. Okay. Um, row nine 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 nine. Oh my god. Okay, so Shit. you gotta make sure that you're handling. You just gotta make sure you're handling that case. Yeah. And so you mm-hmm. so you would do it at the, you would do it at the read level. Yeah. So you would want to like when you read. Oh, it, I see what you're saying. Yeah. When you you're would, converting it to I the mean, active record, yeah, because at that I've point. I've had that too, where it's like you're running like a hundred thousand processes and, and you're but you're going through it one by one <laughs> yeah you just keep a counter and you're like oh we stopped at this one yeah so something's wrong there check What's to see if it's wrong that? restart the process at that point and you can keep going so yeah you can you can catch and continue where you're going or, going on, <coughs> or you can just like not process it you can be like this is bad fuck you yeah like, mm-hmm. well i guess that's what's nice about having that active record layer is that you know since you are converting it at that at that point you know like creating it to the object if it bites shit, you know. Yeah, if, if the, the data's the bad, then fuck the data. Like, that's bad data. Whose fault mm-hmm. is that? The person that generated the CSV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, and it's, the problem is when it becomes into a feedback loop is because it could be that, like, the, the data's coming into the database, someone's doing a dump, right. the dump is being fed into, the, so, I don't know, in a, in a, in an ideal world, the, because what is actually happening right now is that there's data in the database somewhere, someone runs some sort of query and shit, generates the CSV, the CSV gets loaded onto the thing. And in an ideal world, we would just get it directly from the database, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, everybody sort of owns their own piece, right? Yeah, totally. So you can't... So I can't just be can't like, always do that. I can't just be like, hey, give me access to that <laughs> that database. The, the the guy that owns it would be like, why? Why do you want access? Like, in the, in the, and he should. He should be like, why? Fuck you. Like, what do you yeah. need? And then, um, likewise, when they're like, hey, how does this work? And uh, like, my first question is always like, why do you need that? And like, I'm more than glad to tell you, but I just want to know why. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, for this, this, and that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Or and if they're like, for this, this, and that, and I'm like, no, you're overreaching. I'll take care of that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and um, it sounds like a dick move, but you need to do that to like. Yeah, I mean, things. you don't want too many foreign entities, you know, in messing with your stuff. So like, you have to oh, like, yeah. you have to like, basically define this is where your scope ends and if the stuff that I'm like building impacts you, let me know and I will fix it for you. Especially if they're like modifying data and yeah. stuff like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, so you have to be really, really careful. Yeah. Or you could do that but you have to really trust the person. Yeah. So, um, it's even if you trust them, they like go camping them. or something with them for a weekend. You know what with I mean? With the horde, yeah. really get to know them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know it? what? Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, give you access to a view. Time and up and you ask them questions. Like, all right, we're gonna get to know each other really good now. <laughs> oh, you went <laughs> that way. I was going Brookback Mountain. I thought that's where, that's where you were going, right? <laughs> no, I was just going in a general like. You know, just You're become just like, friends. Chris is like, you know, you're friends. I'm like, yeah, we beat him up. And <laughs> yeah, you're a vicious, like, yeah. vicious person. 
Greg's like, yeah, you beat him up. And Liz is like, yeah, that's how you fuck know. him in the yeah. ass. <laughs> that's a, I respect you. <laughs> if you don't tell my wife. Mm. Oh my that's so wrong. I'll let you read my database. Yeah. Oh my you God. can be my wingman anytime. Uh, I would love to be someone's wingman. But I don't know. I'm not a very good wingman, apparently. <clears throat> no? He's <laughs> no like, not touching that. Okay, cool. That's fine. Okay, so we've covered... You know what I thought was cool about... Because I, I just... I didn't do the actual Android development, but I was involved in kind of like planning out an app at one point. Mm. And this was years ago. But what I always thought was kind of cool about the Android platform was its ability to kind of share information with any other app. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, I kind of photo, like in this context, could, you know, like be imported into this app or used. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, like, do, yeah. you do like a... I forget what they're called exactly, but there's like a system query almost. So you're just like, I've got this and I need a process to take, I need, I need something in the system to take care of it. And then yeah. you, you basically... Oh, that's that's true RESTful services where you can just discover services on the phone where you can just be like, hey, I need a service that does this yeah. roughly. And that's, that's basically have more or less, app. yeah, has has something that it's, a, you know, yeah, it's exactly. It's like, I, mean, I can I can resize a photo or yeah, yeah. And then whatever yeah, you, it happens to in be. In your app manifest or whatever it is, you did, I think that's where you uh, define. No, you declare what your app can is capable of, so that it can match those like requests. Dude, Android's gonna overtake. Um, well, it Apple seems so. It good. seems like I think that's something that they're introducing into iOS at this point. That's fucking. Smart. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. what the what like what their term for it is. Well, that's I mean, that's good and bad. Well, isn't it? Have, and they're just trying to like capitalize on bonjour and then be like, I can communicate and do this, this, and that. And so you can publish services on the iOS, and then you can discover services. So if anybody wants to like, let's say you write an app, right? Yeah. And your app has a listener or a publisher. So the first thing it does is that when you spin up, it like publishes saying, "Oh, I am this app that does this." Right. I can write another app that like. First thing it does when it launches, it's like search for an app that does what your app does. Yeah. And they can they can talk to each other. So it could be mutual. That's how people forgot about this. Remember when like the iPhones first came out and they were kind of gimmicky and like Bluetooth was still like um like a th- like a new, like undiscovered thing, and then you mm-hmm. could do the was it the, the, the swipe and then it would send you the file and oh, it was yeah, like, like funk and then you would catch and it. Stuff yeah. Like that. yeah. And then bumps and shit and Yeah, that's how a lot of that was done. So they're basically I think they just went back and you're like, hey, you know that cool Thing that people were like, ah, we don't know what to do with this. We've made yeah. a bunch of gimmicky stuff and it sort of went away. We can actually use that in a useful way. And I think well, it's it seems like cool. what they're doing is they're starting to open up. Because, you know, it used to be like, um, you know, you could share a photo. You can text it. Mm-hmm. You can email it. You can this, you can that. So I think what they're doing is expanding on that, you know, and allowing that that type of um, file sharing or action sharing to, to occur between, like, third-party apps. That's mm-hmm. good and that's bad because um, what's going to happen is someone's going to figure out a way to bypass their systems. Yeah. yeah. And They've had it, their sandbox apps for forever. And now yeah, I mean, that, that's break what's... those sandboxes. Yeah, that's like, what's been interesting. Yeah, is that, is that historically, you know, the apps haven't been able to communicate. Yeah. And so, now all of a sudden they can. I mean, I'm sure that they have to communicate through some kind, you know. There's going to have to be an explicit communication. There's there's yeah. no way that, yeah, because that's, that's the thing. If they're not sandbox anymore than you lose all the quote-unquote security that they had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. I mean, well, technically, all the apps share the, like, core app um, library. So, like, you know, if you have like a Contacts app, and locations. Contacts, and locations, and photo stream. So, like, if, if I know if I had an... I've messed around on my iPad, and it's like, oh, I save an image I found on the browser that gets saved to the photo stream. I have an app that is, you know, searches Reddit, you know, save a picture on that, that gets saved to the photo stream. I've got a photograph app, I take the photo, it saved the photo stream. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, they and all... it seems like, for the most part, like, Bank of America, they wouldn't say, like, 
allow our app to share your <coughs> balance or whatever. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. kind of as far as the vulnerability, it seems like the ball's more or less in in the court. You know, whoever's yeah, developing that app. But what you're saying is they're they're allowing more inner more let more so than just like contacts or pictures, but like actual yeah. data to be transferred between apps. So yeah, exactly. Like if, if you, you wrote an app and you wrote an app, now you those gotcha, two could yeah. could you know interact with one another. Okay. You know what I'm waiting for? Hmm. Uh, tactile screens. Ooh, those that's are cool. crazy. Like, like where the screen is no longer just like flat thing. That yeah. There's nothing with, like it you know where like, like or... sort of like touch it and it has like mm-hmm. a texture to it, or you can like launch an app and it will generate like. Can you imagine when those things wear like, out though? It's just like this putty. You're like, I can't get my phone. To... <laughs> oh yeah, like when it breaks, like when you break the screen, like, yeah. just, like an extra putty like sticking. But you like sit down on your phone and just like you feel this like wetness going down your pants. Like oh no, I broke my ectoplasm <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, I broke my ectoplasm. Oh, <laughs> my ectoplasm. It's gonna be because I feel bad for like um, all the blind people. You have to use like all this shitty like speaking software and like all this Siri. accessibility mm. software. Yeah, it's like. It's dog shit. Have you tried to use it? It's dog yeah. shit. I mean, I've tried to do, yeah, like text-to-speech, you know, or like, you know, call whoever, and it's like, calling, blah, 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 and somebody else. No, no, don't do that. No, no, no. Uh, was it, uh, they released the iOS app, and what I noticed is that when I try to call certain people, it's like, oh, what do you want to know about this person? And I'm like, that's funny. In the, in the previous release, you used to actually just fucking call the person like I told yeah. you to. So. Like, do you want to know their birthday? Do you want no. to see their Amazon wish list? Yeah. Like, no. Is that a thing? Is that a feature? Well, the, uh, I don't seen, know. It could be. I've seen people try and use the new Siri when they like try and call somebody, but like if you if there's like even a little bit of sound afterwards, it thinks you oh, said it just and. pulls a bunch of shit so in. So it's, yeah. it's like it's, it's like call Lewis, and you like cough or something, and then it's just like puts <laughs> and, and it keeps listening, trying to like fill in that secondary thing. You're like no, I just I just want the call. Please call. <laughs> yeah, I got bad, dude. I don't know, like the team in charge of that like you know apple used to be known for their qa they're fucking up they're dropping the ball i read something recently that um they're just, uh, just that don't they're give overworked a shit. essentially no not that they're they don't give a shit but just like this annual product release cycle is just like it's gotta be tough yeah yeah because they still keep small teams and yeah stuff i was just like gonna that. say they were always about the lean yeah they're so could they're you just, imagine yeah. yeah like you've got to release like a, a new piece of hardware every single year and that's just the phones like mm-hmm. let alone yeah. like desktop level they, they need to expand a little bit man like they gotta know when they're spreading too thin right now they're spread too thin if that's the case yeah they need to hire mm-hmm. but, but then you know who do you hire how do you keep them then you have to worry about retention like all the stuff that they teach you how to you know are you gonna take that process elsewhere because that's the thing with amazon right where it's like sort of like the the thing or you go you apply you work there for two years they like fucking work you to the ground yeah, to the bone so you quit but you leave and you can get a job anywhere else. Well, Amazon, in fact, I just read something the other day that Steve Ballmer was basically quoted as saying that Amazon isn't a company. <laughs> He's like, they're not a company. He's like, they never turn a profit. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just like, and they... Uh, just like this entity that exists. It's yeah, like, I mean... Me things when I ask them to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's strange to think that <clears throat> they're so huge, but they don't make any money. Was it, um, what is it know. called when uh, you make How do they... a lot from money from a lot of microtransactions? Uh, uh, economies of scale. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so they, I think they do make money. Well, well actually, like they never post a profit. You know they, what I mean? Oh, they always break even? No, they always lose money. Hmm. I don't know if it's like because, well, I think it's because more money is being invested in the company that's being generated by the company. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you... So it's basically being kept afloat, right? But you see continual growth. So if they stop doing that, they'll make a bunch of money. 
But then also stop innovating and doing all the cool yeah. Well, do. that's the thing. Like, is you know, the phone is kind of like a colossal failure. Like, it's just not <sighs> doing well. But the set top box, uh, the set top box is doing pretty well. You know what else was a colossal failure? Hmm. Windows phones. Mm, actually, no, I don't really see very many Windows phones around. I know my friend had one, and he actually had the full setup with the Windows phone that could talk to his Windows 8, that could talk to his 360, and he was actually able to do this stuff and actually show me some of the cool features of it, but, like, that uh, was uh, one guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, you like, I never heard to... anyone else, like, getting into that. You'd be like, I could do the same thing. Here's my Apple TV, here's <laughs> my Mac, and here's yeah. my phone. Cool shit, like, right? And I'm not the only person that does it. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we are legion. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh... Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, but that was like you know, way back. But I mean, like, everything's so much more integrated now. Um, yeah, I remember the first time I saw someone get Bluetooth to actually work on a computer. Oh man! Like correctly, because remember a lot of computers were shipping with it, mm-hmm. but they for some reason you can never get it to work. Like it's the handshake oh, would fail, yeah, like this yeah. would fail, that would fail. You can never transfer the fucking file. And he's like, yeah, I got it. I got to figure it out. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, turn on your Bluetooth. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I had a shitty little Nokia phone. I was like, okay. He's like. Yeah, here you go. And it's like, it would shuffle my Nokia. It's like, hey, this thing's turning. Okay, okay. And I'm like, oh shit, it's on my fucking phone. <laughs> Can I look through your directory? It's like, yeah, give it a try. And I'm like, oh shit, it fucking works. <laughs> I always noticed, like, <clears throat> file transfer was just so painfully slow. And like, Bluetooth? Yeah. But they're not that, no, they shouldn't be that slow. Really? I just, every What's the, can you check the speed, Greg? What's the speed of a, of a Bluetooth transfer? I mean, maybe now it's a lot better. But say like back in two thousand seven. Oh, because there is Bluetooth yeah. one point and there's Bluetooth yeah, two that's what I'm saying yeah. It was like, oh cool, we can share a file. You know what I think is that Bluetooth just hours to Blue- share like a record or whatever. You know what I think it is is that Bluetooth. Um, a lot of the Bluetooth sticks you plug them into the USB ports, so it could be that they were like using old slots for USB one o. Oh yeah yeah. For and then the that's Bluetooth. it's bottlenecking mm-hmm. even it's further bo- there. Yeah, so it's bottlenecking there. Yeah. The internet's not not going oh well <laughs> you call this a table. technology podcast <laughs> are you not entertained you don't even get wi-fi in your garage let's, Jesus. let's just say it's a gigabit a second yeah, yeah. sounds good to me why not yeah there you go there we go all right uh, I well i don't know uh, thunderbolt's pretty fucking fast thunderbolt is really fast yeah i was like it's I, insane yeah when i saw speeds i'm like why are we still using usb3 that's yeah that's stupid. i moved like 25 gigs of data in less than five minutes i think dude yeah that's and that was and that was between two thunderbolt devices that wasn't like you know what i'm saying that was like going yeah. from a thunderbolt to thunderbolt. you know it'd be fucking fast if you had like a, a solid state i don't sometimes it does this where you're you're on the page, and then the page just stops and says, unable to access the network. I'm like, you, you, you just you, rendered the you page. Had the yeah, page it's loaded. like you had it. You, you had it. You had it. You saw it. What was it? Um, oh, and I've lost internet connection, network too. Error. Oh, yeah, if you connected it to, like, a solid state, then the writing then the writing speed of the solid state would probably be the bottleneck before the, the Thunderbolt. I think it was, like, it was, like, something weird like that. I don't know if that's quite right. Like, I know for a hard drive disk, that, that would probably be true. Yeah. If you connect the Thunderbolt to a hard, to a hard drive disk, and then it could technically... Oh, yeah, because phys- yeah, the physical disk would... <laughs> unless, unless you, you can disable, like, um... Uh, there's, like, something where, like, it doesn't wait, and it just sort of does a dirty... Not a dirty write, but it just sort of fucking writes it. Oh, crazy. Like, it doesn't actually, like, sync... There's, like, a... a it no doesn't, sync. like, find you the can, ideal it's a, it's spot a, to put it and all that and stuff. I think it's a MySQL setting, yeah. For, like, MySQL, so that's... And you can get past, like, certain... T- just goes crazy. Yeah, like, but... Yeah. 
I'm like, I don't know if I would trust that. <laughs> Solid state is fast, man. It's crazy. The biggest time I ever notice it is like if you're, you know, if you run out of power and it hibernates or whatever, mm-hmm. like on a, um, on a typical plate drive, like, you know, it takes a while to kind of reload where you were at and like pull it out of, out of memory and all that. Mm-hmm. But with solid stage, it's like powers right back up. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. So I'm seeing... Too much is getting crazy. Uh, two in 2004, it was three megabits a second. Uh, See, three, that's not bad. That's not bad. Three in 09 was 24 megabits a second. So and this now, was like when we were in college, second year. So four, what was 08? Uh, well, let's see. Four, which is now 2010, and there's no transfer speed. Oh, we're at four already? Yeah. I know my, like the Samsung Galaxy 4 was the one that like was like Bluetooth 4. It's so great. Um, and actually, it's pretty nice. Um, I use it <laughs> in my car. Uh <laughs> I don't know why I sound a little more sarcastic there. I didn't mean to. Um, <laughs> you do that a lot. You're, yeah, Lewis, your code's fucking great. I'm like, do you need me to modify it for you? No, it's, it's, no, it's really actually good. really good. No, it's really <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I promise. Yeah, there's no transfer speed here. But anyways. I, it's limitless. It's it's like exponential hill. growth. So yes, a gigabit a second. I'm standing by that. So, you're you're going to yeah. stand by your claims? If it's not it's true, true now, it'll be true in the future. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen to this podcast in five yeah. years. Ten years. Ten years. Uh, hundred years. I'm waiting for it. I'm like so over the limits of technology. <coughs> Sorry, I've been coughing this whole time too. Yeah, I think, I'm, right, I think I'm getting sick. I'm starting to feel it too, actually. Getting a little tickle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. It's Ebola, dude. It is. Oh my god, that is so ridiculous. I haven't, I haven't been like shitting myself yet though. So. You know what you know what's kinda of, you know what's kind of <laughs> interesting is I've been seeing the articles for Ebola uh-huh. and it's the way that it's like the information's being presented and the way that I'm handling it handling it reminds me have you ever read The Plague by Albert Camus? No. Um, and it's well it's, it's the one with all like the fancy people that are like haha the plague will never get in here and then in the end the plague gets in there gets him and the city's yeah. so it's like you sort of like see it and you're all <laughs> the signs and like it's like kind of you, you ever see um, here's, here's a more um, a modern um, uh, Shaun of the Dead Oh, yeah. Okay, you know how, like, yeah, he was yeah. just, like, not paying attention to the news, and, like, it was just getting, like, progressively worse, and he's, like, he's, like, even, like, walking outside, and there's fucking zombies everywhere, he's, like, yeah. no, man, like, not today. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what's gonna happen with this Ebola shit, where people are, like, yeah, this is New York, and there's, like, this one case, and... So, I read this, this great thing the other day that was, uh, the CDC, uh, had decided to implement a mandatory 21 weight you know, day waiting period after you come back from an Ebola, Ebola-ridden country, um, because that they're uh, sorry, they mandatorily made you do this because people weren't like taking the they, they suggested it to people and people just weren't doing it. They were like, you suggested twenty-one day just sort of well. That's the that's the period. maximum incubation period. No, no, for I know, the Ebola virus, so they would see the signs by then. Yeah, no, no, I think that's good. That's how you should do that seriously. But, no, but the point was, the point was that like, like they're suggesting it. They're like, eh, suggested twenty-one. Like, don't don't like go have drinks with people. Don't like spit on people. You know, just like, wait twenty-one spit days. Who do you who do you hang out? <laughs> it's like it's like hello, Greg. Two. Yeah, you know, sometimes. <laughs> um, but uh, but oh, yeah, no. But <laughs> yeah, people sure. were. Like, it's, it's hilarious that people were coming back and they're like, you know, I've just been in a place filled with Ebola. Maybe I should wait a couple, you know, no, no, a month a maybe. And they're like, no, I'm just going to go out. Well, I'm sure they were like, and so like now they oh, have... yeah, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work from home. You know, I'm going to take it easy. And the guy at the airport is like, all right, that's yeah, good. And yeah. then they go, I'm like, fuck this, whatever. Yeah. That's, how, I mean, that's how it starts. It's it great strange. that they, like, had to step in and they're like, okay, you guys, you fucked up too many times. What's going to 21 well, the, days, the first quarantine, guy, you're the in The first there. guy that brought it to Texas, like, lied on his customs form. 
it's like yeah it's like have you have you been have you been in well it's like have you been in contact with anybody that you know he's like nah that's you know but i guess i mean i don't know i'm I'm not entirely sure what happened with him did he die from it the first there's been yeah there's been one Ebola. So it may have been him. And then died. one of the nurses that treated him has Got already sick. been cured of it. Yeah. 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 And like, then there was well, a doctor that You don't get, you don't get cured of it. Water. They just treat the symptoms and make sure you don't die. And then it like, gets through, right? Cause it's I think so. I think your body can fight it off. Yeah, it can, it just, or it, it just it stops or, or it dies. Yeah. You see videos um, of that guy, like the dude that had it. Um, he's like laying in the street. You ever see that? No. Oh, that geez. was in... Uh, oh, shit. I can't remember which was country here? it was. Was that here? No, no, no. It was, oh, okay. it was like in West Africa or whatever, right? Oh. And, uh, oh, I think I know. So he's like laying in the street and they think he's dead. So these guys come up in like the plastic suits and they're like, they're getting him in a bag. <laughs> you see his hand like, ooh. Start moving. Oh, my God. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah. Everybody's on the street like four feet from the guy. Like, uh-huh. like yeah. Like high-fiving. Jesus. <laughs> like... Uh, that's, he's like, no, I'm not, not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not, well, he will be. Oh, man. Dude, that scene's so good. You've uh, seen that, right? No, yes. I'm not. That's Monty, Monty Python. Python and the Holy Grail. So oh, good. was it? I'm with you dead. I'm with you dead. I'm not dead yet. I will be soon. No, no, I feel better than ever. <laughs> Feeling happy. <laughs> he clocks him in the head, throws him in the pile. So good, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's gonna kind of amount to nothing, because you hear like you're hoping, right? Well, yeah. I feel like it's pretty rare that it gets out of hand anymore, you know, because mm-hmm. they've they've got pretty good ways of like kind of tracking down who you've interacted with and like. I mean, on the Facebooks, we exactly. saw you were taking a picture with this African it's like, kid. You're friends with this guy who's a bullet. We're gonna need you to come in. It's like I haven't seen him in years. I know, but. Come on. <laughs> it's gonna on the, the off big brother, like this video. I don't know. It was you a boring know, video. It was a cat video. Everybody yeah. likes cat videos. <laughs> I told you about monetization on YouTube, right? Like, who was this? Somebody was saying that, like, mm-hmm. if the a- a- was it the ALS bucket challenge mm-hmm. had had a music uh, accompanying oh, it, yeah. and you and you had made a claim on the music that whoever, whoever yeah. made a monetization claim, so they don't they don't take it down. They just you get a portion of the profits <laughs> on the profits from the they would have made oh, like, that's from the good. commercials or something. Like, yeah. like huh. they say something crazy like. If they had monetized it, they would have made more than was actually raised by the Ice Bucket Challenge. Yeah, and then you yeah. could have given that to ALS. No, oh. yeah, it wasn't like that. It was crazy. That's sad. Well, then they found out that like what ninety something percent of the money donated was all sucked up in administrative stuff, anyways, yeah. and marketing. They they it apparently have like up. a pretty big marketing. I mean, budget. isn't that usually how it goes though? Like a lot of yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta. I mean, these are companies. Like they have to feed people. Yeah. Along with also feeding people. But I guess when. You know, well, when, when like bad. the CEOs and guys are getting like these just insane salaries. Yeah, it's you know? a little. Uh, Especially with not like not for profits and stuff. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's a little, little misleading. It is misleading because you know it's I mean? basically a, a company that one says, "Give me money, I'll maybe help these people." Yeah, it's a, yeah. It doesn't seem that uh, uh, <clears throat> it's a term I'm thinking of. Not altruistic. Well, it's not altruistic. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it clears your conscience without you having to actually do anything. You're just like I am. I will throw person. money at this idea of a person in yeah. need instead of like going and helping an actual. It's like if somebody said, well, you need. know, would you like to come and work for us to raise money for something? You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I could do that. Like, your salary will, will be four hundred and fifty thousand oh, dollars yeah. a year. You're like, oh fuck, all right, yeah. Yes, yes, I Done love. Deal. I love starving. Or- I don't love starving orphans. I love to help starving orphans. 
Yeah, he loves to start an argument, so otherwise he'd take the fucking pay cut. I mean, I guess that's true. They get all pissed when it's working. You have, like, a yeah, secret like, underground, like, like... Death by starvation is dropping. He's like, shit! Yeah, like, back door, like, all right, look. We need to get yeah. food supplies to orphanages. <laughs> no, what we need to do is we need to hire Somali pilots to now make yeah. it really, really dangerous to get food in so that we can ask for more money for protection. <laughs> and wife comes home, all, like, drunk on scotch. We're ruined! We're finished! Done. These little There's shits are eating. No more hungry orphans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, but was it? That's like, um, like the like the cancer research. Like, what do you do if you were to cure? Actually, cure, like pharmaceuticals in general. What do you do if you cure what you're actually saying you're gonna cure? Yeah, you're gonna run out you're of, of fucking business. money. Yeah, you're out mm-hmm. of business, right? So that's like not a good model. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <clears throat> There'll always be something though. There'll always yeah. be something wrong with somebody. I think. What do you mean? Like somebody, you know, you're always going to get sick from something. You're not going to cure everything. Well, that's you know true. what I mean? Can we get cyber and you, Well, you want to know why, all. I think, is because, like, we have to die. Like, we've got to drop dead, man, at some point. Mm. We can't all die. We can't all live to be, like, 200. What I'm There's, saying is, like, maybe physically. Maybe we can you can. <laughs> I'm going to live forever, Chris Jones. <laughs> have you heard of those, those like, uh, there's that one Russian scientist who's like, there's no actual really need for us to die. Like, it's just... You know, over time, our cells keep you know replicating, and the DNA gets damaged. And, yeah, know, like we like, involved. I, I don't know something like theoretically, if we replicated our DNA perfectly, it's just like we would continue. Yeah, you would to just go on and on and on. My point is, like, just speaking, like, kind of at least with the way that culture works now, like society works now, is like, you know, you you kind of have this hump if you even if you just look at it like from a working mm. standpoint, like you grow up, you know, you start like whatever, delivering papers and pizzas and, you know, call centers and this and that, and then, you you know, and your career kind of does this arch and then comes down. And the idea is that, like, as you're coming down and chilling out and dying, somebody else is kind of coming up. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, you can't go into a workforce and be like, how am I going to beat someone with 100 years of work experience? Yeah. yeah. That's going to be fucking hard. <laughs> that's never going to die. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's the thing. So at that point, I think innovation would come in and you would just do something new, like something completely new. Yeah. Like what? Like gardening or something? Yeah. That's not new. (laughs) How's that new? (laughs) It might be new in the future. You never know. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, but but you you see what I'm getting at, right? It's like, okay, so like that is dominated by like people that have been doing it for hundreds of years. I need to come up with this new thing. Like that would be unfathomable to those people that would generate value or that would create value in and of itself intrinsically. Yeah. For the people people my age. But I think that the uh, kind of the, the, um, what people lean towards is like preserving their spot. Do you know what I'm saying? So like basically I feel like if, if you were trying to come up into a society of people that have been doing what they're doing for hundreds of years or whatever and they've grown accustomed to that, they're not going to let that suffer at all for you. I mean just look at the way like people act towards immigration. Well nowadays, like that. You know that, that I mean? problem's already present in like today. Like with the, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Now, yeah. And now drag so, that out. So the way <laughs> like, you can get around that is you just sterilize everybody because we're all living forever anyways and then there's no new people that's a good idea have you seen that movie was it children of men no i haven't but it's it's not like the concept where they find like a baby or something right it's really good it's a really good movie like add it to your queue you gotta watch that shit it's so good is it on netflix it should be i see like i feel like i sit around now and i see like you know like just like shitty racist old white guys, rich guys. white guys. <laughs> fucking hilarious. But the point is, like, you're like, oh, yeah, but you know what? Like in 30 years, he'll be fucking dead. 
like <laughs> my hope, it. my biggest hope it's for the, the future <laughs> is that these people are going to die. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So if they don't die, then there's no hope for the future. Uh, I get uh, what you're saying. That's yeah. your so story. that's what okay. I'm saying. Is like you gotta, there's got to be a turnover with people. That, you know, they're gonna get their comeuppance because eventually, yeah, they'll die. And Maybe then, for you, you know. Chris Jones, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have my day. Yeah. I'll have my day. But you know, I don't know. That's that's how I see it anyway. I don't, you know, I don't think we all need to live indefinitely. Well, here's the problem. So there's um, was it you you've read the myth of Sisyphus? Have you read the myth of Sisyphus? No. Also by Camus. Well, basically, the idea is that there's this um, uh, guy who. Uh, it's like some sort of mythology who partook of like uh, like very indulgent activities like having sex with women, drinking, partying, and all that shit, right? Yeah. Um, you know, albeit described very like Grecian, like Greek mythology-like, but that was the idea. And that um, when it comes to death, you know how like you know, they believed in the underworld, so you could take to, you take into the underworld, but then he escaped and then like kept doing that stuff. And as a punishment, the gods made him like for eternity... Um, uh, push a boulder up a hill and then went down and then do that over and over and over again. And so, um, you know, Albert Camus, he sort of like breaks this down and analyzes it. But the way, um, the, the way I saw it was sort of like a metaphor for work, right? Like you either die and you not exist for longer than you existed mm-hmm. and you can't contemplate that, that that happened to you because you're non-existent. Yeah. So that's like good, I guess. Or you stay alive forever and you just like, imagine if you had to work for the next like thousand for the for eternity well, is yeah. just kill me now. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. And that's why if you lived if you lived to be 120, right? You're going to work until you're 90. You know what I'm saying cuz like mm. as far as retirement, like there's only so long that you can kind of sustain living without making any money or whatever. Right, right. At least with again with the way things are kind of working now, you know. So that's why like the retirement age keeps getting pushed back. Let's, let's say that because people's yeah. lifespans keep pushing, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. you just end up working longer, yeah. and all this technology, all this stuff was supposed to make it so that we didn't have to work. So, so much. let's say let's say we didn't have to work so much. Even yeah. then, like, what's worse, not existing or existing for forever? Because fucking eternity is infinite, man. That's like yeah, but actually, if you don't know about it, what difference does it make? Oh, right? you mean if you're just treading along? Yeah. Like, and, like, let's say that, you know, I mean, at least, like, let's just look at, like, at us, right? If I live to be 120, I might I might be alive, but I'm not going to be bouncing around. You know you're, what I mean? You're not going to be bouncing around. I'm not going to be bouncing around. <laughs> I'm going to be bouncing around. I'll probably look back, like, to when I was 90 and be like, man, I, yeah, you know, I, I could. I was young. Yeah, I could, so I could shit in the toilet. That was pretty cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, you're just sitting there, like, so I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't well, that's know. assuming that the quality of life is going to degrade as time goes by. But it is. I mean, like I said, so let's just, say no, let's let's say just for looking arguments, at, like, like if you could escape that cycle, like of like having to die, having to degrade, and you can like escape all that, like having to reproduce, right? Then I would just it, we would all we. We would just have to work for the rest of our lives. No, no, no. Because so all those rich be, white guys so, but if you get taking up all the, the money. <laughs> and what I'm trying, what I'm trying to get at is, like, if we could escape the human condition, yeah. then, like, we could achieve some sort of enlightenment. Like, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, there's, are we working towards, like, building yeah, a technology I, that lets us exist outside of ourselves that allows us to stop being human? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Cause, um, I don't know if that's the motivation because you figure like most people – like when you think of not having to work for money, you think of like 
just relaxing and like enjoying your life and you know what I mean but you, you don't need necessarily... a cause like you can't just do that. well I mean you can no, of course you're gonna feel lost eventually but I think most people well, yeah, I don't know most people will find something to do yeah like we'd probably still program yeah yeah, yeah if I, well you know no I mean, I mean it's I... just like <laughs> when, if like 11 o'clock came around and you retired you would just go to sleep because yes. you didn't have to fucking do it exactly you know what I mean you wouldn't be going to bed at like four or five. And like yeah, dude. If I bed. if I didn't have to worry about money, I think uh, I would code when I wanted to. Yeah, and every little passion <coughs> project. Yeah, I remember, I would, I would doing that. I would I would draw a lot more. I would do a lot more music stuff. I would do. I would be a lot more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you could live a more fulfilling life. Yeah. And even if you died younger, you would have been better off. Yeah, so I, I think I, I need think. to I need to either figure out a way to generate a revenue source, which by and empowers me to live this lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm trying to work towards. Yeah, the passive income, dude. Yeah, the passive income where I generate enough That's of it that if I can generate as much money that I'm earning now, yeah, I'm fucking golden. I, I'm gonna start playing like punk rock and like <laughs> drawing. What was it? We were, we were on the way here. We we're listening to a podcast, um, and this guy named David Cho is on, and he draws apparently, like, watercolors of, like, AK-47 up girls' assholes. <laughs> so, that guy is that's, living the life. That's, that's his passion happiness. project. True that's, happiness. Yeah, and he's making money off of that shit. That guy's smart. Um, I just, I want to go explore space. That's what I want to do. Oh, like, I thought you were going to thought, I thought you were gonna say butthole. Yeah, just space, butthole, <laughs> same, butthole. same. Yeah. No, uh, but, paintings of guns. Big black hole. Was it? You know, there's always that butthole joke. Was it like? Um, I think Bob's Burgers also had like the asterisk. Uh, what was it? The cat, the lady that drew the cats. Oh yeah, and the animal butts. And animal butts. Yeah, that was that's funny. There's something funny. Well, about see, that I kind of see happening in our lifetime. Butts, space exploration. That too, but space. Yeah. Yeah. More see, that's what I'm. That's what I'm really excited about. Like, I, I mean, Earth is cool. I really like Earth. There's a lot of cool things here, but I really want to see like what's out there. Well, it's like that Elon Musk guy. That's like his big thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, we've got to get to Mars because, you know, I think is he, he kind of sees that as being like... Is he SpaceX guy? Or? Yeah. Okay. SpaceX. Right. Tesla. Start with PayPal. SpaceX. Tesla. They're also the ones that are doing the asteroid mining right now, right? Like they've, they've got the... I keep, oh, I I keep I seeing pictures pop asteroid. up and I think it's from the satellite that's tailing behind the asteroid that's oh, slowing it down you know, right funny. now. I read something about that actually that... Um, Basically, the headline of the, other co- of the article was that asteroids smell like ass. Like, they just smell horrible. <laughs> well, they're probably, like, like methane. Yeah, like, because it, yeah, it, like, emits just... some kind of gas. Because they have, you know, they've got sensors on there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, dude, it fucking reeks. <laughs> like, that thing crashed into Earth. Like, yeah, it might wipe out, like, one half of the Earth's pocket. And then the other half is just like, what the? <laughs> Light matches, you know. What the hell does that smell? The other half of the Earth would be, would be like, getting mad at each other. Dude! <laughs> Yeah, What's wrong with you, man? It's a passing gas cup yeah. Go outside. Uh, what the hell's wrong with you? Where's the sun? <laughs> <laughs> Who ripped one? Yeah, did you fart? Where the fuck's the sun? <laughs> Where the fuck's the sun? <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck's the sun? I can't see anything. It's fucking getting cold. Yeah, that would be... Tr- oh, that'd be tragic. I don't know. I'm excited. Like, I half think it'll turn into the, the Futurama future where, like you go to the moon because there's like an amusement park there and people are like, oh, it's just the moon. But like, you know, it seems so cool now. It would, be, it would be amazing to actually like get there and there, run there, around. Dude, Futurama was the show that was ahead of its time. Yeah, right? Like, and you, it's kind you of totally funny. want to drive a buggy around the moon. You're like, ah. Oh. Here, here's what I find really funny about that. When it came out, it was like not appreciated. It kind of had like a little cult following. Got taken off and people were like, this is amazing. Why did it get canceled? Yeah, exactly. They brought it back and it's same fucking <laughs> shit. We're not exactly the same. Yeah. 
the hardcore people were like watching it to support it, but they're like, eh, whatever. <coughs> By the time the writers got into their groove again, <coughs> were making gold. Like when they were writing gold, people had gotten off the bandwagon and they like shut it down again. I'm like, you fuckheads! <laughs> you couldn't have written it. Can't just be consistent. Exactly. No, no, not the writers. I'm talking about the viewers. Like, okay. they, they, oh. they couldn't have waited like that because it's gonna take like one or two seasons. Yeah. I think like season three or like Jurassic Park and like all that shit when that episode came out with the dog and like all that stuff. That's when it was when it started getting really good. And then the Devil's Hands or Idle Playthings, which is the closing one, was really fucking well written. Well, it's probably like, um, what's it called? Like the McRib. You know what I mean? Or like the Shamrock <laughs> you can't have shape. it all the time. Can't have it all the time. You know, and I'm sure that like when they're starting to wind it down. People aren't really buying it as much, you know what I mean? Damn it. People, you know, people want things when they can't have them. Here's the problem with that. If that was true, then why are they still airing, airing all these shitty sitcoms? Like, why is the King of Queens still on Because, the because unlike King on? of Queens, if, if it just like disappeared, like people wouldn't care. Whereas Why like, was Friends on the air for so long? Why was How I Met Your Mother on the air for so long? Because it's like, a, it's like a over time. Like People will just come back to it every time. It's, it's like a... It's like junk food. It's well, like you have to think about it. Mean, and you don't think about it. You know what's you know the fuck that's network television. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah, fuck that shit. The only thing, yeah, I mean, the only thing like, that on network television is The Simpsons, and like people like. Here's the good thing about this is that they've consistently had good writers because every time I go back and watch an episode, I never watched an episode of The Simpsons and said, "Man, that was a waste of my life." It was yeah, always yeah. like some like, like weird. You never regret it. He has like some weird, interesting plot. There was like some something going on like. I feel about South Park. Like, every time I see it, I'm like, man, you know, I really got to watch this show more. And then guess what I never do? I never watch it again, ever. (laughs) The new ones have been hilarious. Until the next time. They had a gluten-free one. I was laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was pretty... Yeah, they're really good... I, I just I just kind of feel bad because I thought Futurama was going to turn into that institution, mm-hmm. and but they did the never ending like comedies. I, I thought it was going to happen. I was like, great because it's like a sci fi thing, so it's like awesome, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it only happened with like was it Family Guy and like American Dad and well, even Family Guy kind of went through that same cycle where it, no it Family was Guy canceled no one yeah but, no that's because they uh, portrayed a image of Muhammad. Well, really? They, no, I think uh, the first time it was canceled, it was like it was just because just they were declining rocky. viewers. No, yeah. it was that was it. It was they they um, showed an image of Muhammad and then insulted a bunch of extremists, and there was a lot they, of backlash. And the people the people that run the networks are I don't know if like well South Park did that too, and they pulled the there's like still an episode I haven't seen where it's like cause they pulled the episode because they can't 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 cancel South Park. It would have fucking yeah, ruined, no, it would have fucking ruined Comedy Central. But Fox doesn't give a shit. Fox yeah. is like fuck you. We're big enough to just pull you off the air. So that's what happened. Eventually got over it, came back, and they, like, nailed it, and they kept going, right? Mm. And you can actually see, like, the maturity in, like, everybody that was involved in the project, because when they came back, it was, like, ten times better. Mm. Anyway, so I think they just needed it. But, but yeah, like, it was an actual, like, religious issue, and, like, it was, like, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but, like, I looked into it, and it was, like, certain certain percentage of a certain chosen people control the, the yeah. media. <laughs> Like, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but just follow the money, man. Follow the money. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but actually Fox airs a lot of Scientology commercials. Did you know this? Like, I, I sometimes it's just on and I'm, oh, did I it? watch it and I'm like, this is a Scientology commercial. It's weird. I didn't think hey, Fox man. was like a more Christian-based program, but I guess whatever. Look, it's look, crazy that you have... that's still around, Scientology. I think it, it just this... seems like it gets ridiculed enough to, you know what I'm saying? I think it's like, got like enough money that... Yeah, I think like they they did a few things that were like super bad in the public eye, and everyone was like, yeah. "Oh, Scientology!" And then now it's like they've pulled back on that. People guess, are just kind of like, eh, now it's just like, okay, well, I mean, it's sort they, of like uh, Mormonism too, where like you know, 
Mormonisms or back in way I don't know when it was, but you know, for a while they were like black people can't be part of the of the Mormon oh, yeah, church, yeah, yeah. and then there was a lot of like black Mormons that were like, "What's up with this?" And like, actually, no, it's fine. And then now it's just like, okay, Mormons, dude, the Mormon Mormons church cool. that that's like they figured it out, dude. Because I think part of the premise is that you know they're latter day saints, so essentially like they have like <clears throat> current day prophets. <clears throat> You know what I mean? No. It's not stuff that's based on like prophets that existed at a certain point or, or martyrs or you know what I'm saying? It's like right, right. it's like these guys are alive and they kind of like pass the baton and so they can do stuff like they'd be like, uh, all right, cool, God, yeah, I'll let them know. Hey, black folks, you're in. Come on down. You know what I mean? Like, well, like that's pretty that's... clever to have to have like a religion that's flexible like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty slick. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think the, I think Scientology, like going back to that stuff, is. Mm-hmm. I'm not for it, but I understand. I think they've like finally someone figured out was like if we create a system whereby which people can like come in and use this like like tool set and system to like make their lives better and actually improve, and we charge them money. Then whatever. Yeah. Then like, yeah, like we the have, we've actually helped this say. person. Then what's the harm in taking their money? Yeah. Right? So it's like a. I think I of it more like, as like a self help like how to like try to like but you all they also sort of like make you dependent on them too so it's is it like really helping them if you're... well it's a good business model like i don't I mean, mean they yeah, should consider I mean, a religion a religion <laughs> but uh, you know uh, it's what most corporations act anyways what, yeah, yeah like, what sells better like, i can't live without my ab cruncher you know what I mean? so it's the same thing yeah like you watch late night tv it's like you know are you tired of this is that you know the guy trying to like cut a tomato he slices his fucking hand off and yeah, you know they get the new this and yeah. It's the same, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you have a problem, just here, we have something for you, yeah, we have you have something for us. And does it, and does it, yeah, and does it work? money. Yeah, and does it work for, and if it works for them, If it works for me, then, then who cares? Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I see that point. I definitely see that point. I think if there are abuses going on, you know what I mean? Like, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, there's like some sort of blackmailing. I'm yeah, I guess if, if um, which I think at a certain level in Scientology there is or at oh, least there was, there was yeah. you know so I don't know if they've like reformed all that stuff I have no idea but I don't know. Um, but yeah if it's not hurting anybody who it's like anything you know what I mean some dude's like smoking weed in his house who cares yeah it doesn't make any fucking difference you say that now and then the government's run by Scientologists and forced to go to Scientology <laughs> yeah, that's, mass that's every day right. and your children go to Scientology school you know no that's not true because if that was if that was the case then um <laughs> Uh, Mexico would have a bigger problem with that because they have a national religion and it's Catholicism. That's what's funny too about well, the, yeah, I mean, like there's the Pope because it seems big. like the Pope is kind of doing like a similar yeah, like, Latter Day Saints thing. But you the know? Pope doesn't run Mexico. You see what I'm getting at? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think what so, well, what, what, they, they follow his lead, don't they? But they they've got well, their own cardinal in, 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 right? in, in a religious sense. Like, yeah, but not necessarily like in a but he doesn't sense. not a political sense. Yeah, because otherwise there wouldn't be so many. Cur- well, but he sways. It's not like they've but he sways popular opinion, though, right? right? Like, like if he says condoms are bad, then all of a sudden no one's using condoms anymore. Yeah, or, but but the government isn't like the government is prohibiting like, the sale of condoms. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So that they're therein lies the distinction. Right. Now, if people want to be stupid and have more kids and stay poor, that's on them. Whoa. But for every for, for every for every for every time that that happens, there needs to be advocates that are like trying to educate the public. Will be like, hey, you want to know why you're so broke? Because you have fucking eight kids, and they cost more to feed than they generate in revenue. Yeah. You know what they should do? Shit. Should like break down what it costs to have a child. Yeah, they've like, been do, well. They've been trying to stuff like that. And like maybe not like, down there, but you could have a kid. Well, they, well but here, car. but see, this is this is the problem <laughs> with that, right? Is because. If if for a period of time, they cost more than they 
produce, right? When they enter the workforce, they produce more than they cost, arguably. If you well, have eight kids... Because there's so fucking many of them. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But if you have eight see, additional sources saying. of income, I see. then that I see. argument is kind of... I mean, it's that like, argument is valid up, up to until, a point. Well, that's mm-hmm. assuming that they stay within the family, which some of them do, and it turns out okay. Yeah. But some of them don't. And then you just stay, you're just poor the whole time. But maybe that's why you have more kids. Because you're like, all right, we have ten. It seems like half of them bail. Okay, so 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 numbers game. It's a numbers game through and through. Yeah. So so this is what you do. You get three more (laughs) friends to sign up on this thing, and the money that they make comes up to you. No, don't worry about the people above you. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it sounds like. With your children too. I have thirty-two mijos. (laughs) I have thirty-two mijos. How many mijos do you have? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. And on that bombshell, should we That's a good wrap. Yeah, I think we we went the full time and then some. Yeah. And we covered a lot. Yeah, like so, I think we did cover enough about mobile development to make to, call to it make it um, relevant okay. to the topic. We need topic. to get good at drawing our like crazy tangents back to mobile development. It's like if only they had an app that lets you manage your children. Hey, there yeah. we go. Good night, everybody. No. So let's say that you were able to teach half of your kids Objective C. Yeah. And they stayed with you. That's like that's. Was it how you say you have eight? You have four. That's like four hundred k. Yeah. Plus income. Assuming yeah. that they're not little shits and that they give you some money. But they probably wouldn't be little shits because they were poor. Uh, money you know a, what I mean? Money has a way of corrupting you. Yeah. Also. What they really need to do is teach finance in public schools. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. That would. You know, yeah. what? I swear to God, if if when so you were a senior right. or when can you get a credit card when you're 18? Is that when you're you start mailing you? No, shit? no, you can yeah. get a card. You can start building credit since like you're underage. Uh-huh. But what you need to do is since you have no credit history. Basically, your mom and dad cuts a check and Coast. puts it in a savings account, and then you have a credit card that is backed. So by that's the your collateral. Account. Okay. So that's your collateral. Yeah. Instead of them like t- impounding your car because you don't yeah. have anything. And then, so for a year, they let this kid with no. You just income. have like acne and a masturbation problem. Yeah. They can't. They can't take that from <laughs> you. Infinite. Thank God they. So can't after take a, yeah, after a year, you get rid of this probationary period, <laughs> and you have like your actual credit card. But yeah, if if like let's say for a uh, sophomore year or maybe junior year when you're a little more apt to like pay some kind of attention yeah like they should just have a semester course about compound interest i mean like and nobody have... would like i swear to god you'd be like nobody would oh, take it oh, i don't want to do this was it 14 percent I mean, api you gotta be out of your yeah. fucking mind it, it sounds low because it's lower than 26 or yeah. whatever yeah dude that's ridiculous because when, when i open my credit cards i think like the acting apr <laughs> is six point something like mm-hmm. And then, uh, but it, I got fucked too because I, I I didn't lock it in. It was six point something variable to twelve point nine. Yeah. So I guess where all my credit cards are at right now, they like they're like fuck. If I had known, if yeah. I had known. And then you just end up doing like the um, uh, credit card musical chairs, where it's like zero percent on balance transfers. You're like all right, boop. Well, <laughs> so it's for a, a year. So the thing is, the thing is that right? if if you actually figure it out and like struggle enough to like know to do that to see that it would actually help you. I'm hoping that you've learned that yeah. to actually pay that shit off and not end up in that cycle again. Some yeah, people, exactly. Some people don't learn their first time around. Some people do, right? But yeah. it's good that there's... Or to do the transfer and then continue to put money on that it. That it yeah. would be... You wouldn't have fucking learned anything. But the point is, I think that's... In fact, maybe we should we should talk about that next week. Well, I don't know. Well, finance? no, that's not really... We're not a finance, finance podcast. Personal that's finance true. podcast, yes. <laughs> personal finance. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, 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 some it, it kind takes... of petition for public schools to teach. Well, I mean, like, they used to have, what, home ec way back in the day. Yeah. And, like, that's not... No, I didn't have it in mind. Shit, yeah, it was like, I don't know how to change a baby. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and yeah. like I didn't get to yeah. I mean they bag of flour. They used to teach you seemingly useless stuff like changing your oil and cooking. Well, they and, still had they still had mechanic shop a mechanic shop. Class. Did they? Yeah, my school. Yeah, I think like the place. year either the year after I graduated or something. I think that they got rid of auto and wood shop. Why would you get rid of wood Which shop? Which is crazy because like. Some kids are stupid. You know, are not stupid. <laughs> no, no, you're stupid. right. You're right. You're right. Well, I think what you're trying to like, say is some kids are gifted with wood. You know, they they they, they know how to. Mold it, dude, it's a skill set. they have it when they have to answer a question on the board. But the point is, like, there's some kids. Yeah, that that's that's where their value is. And I think by like by stripping that from the any like not making it. that an option, trying to rail yeah, everybody. Then I'm sure you feel like you have no value. I mean, yeah, like, well, like, shit, I can't society this, I can't needs, that. you know, you should run a, it needs exactly. car. You should run a study to see when that started getting removed and when the incidence of suicide started going up. That's dark. That's really dark. Whoa. And on that bombshell. All right. <laughs> All right, we've dropped a lot of bombshells we today. <laughs> we've talked a little bit about mobile development. Wait, mm-hmm. Enough about it. We talked mobile. enough about it. About okay, so shootthebit.com actually no longer says shove it you that's right a really wonderful um, shoot the bit has a bootstrap enabled site that i built in 20 minutes it's beautiful it actually is beautiful. so yeah. beautiful it's um, very so light now we just need to figure out how to integrate all the was it LLC? was it not the llc with the creative common licenses so we need to do that and then and then once that's done we're ready to go yeah we'll put it on itunes we're on was it kind of unofficially on itunes oh we need to hook it up to our twitter handle uh, at, uh, shoot, at the shoot the bit, yeah, and then shoot the bit at Gmail. Shoot the Did we get like an intern to like handle that for us? Like, the other times, like you guys suck. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you didn't like our podcast. You know what we could do? We could have a bunch <laughs> of kids and make them do it. Oh yeah, slave labor. Yeah, I like this. There we go. The white man. Get that return on investment early. <coughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. So shoot the bit.com, shoot the bit at Gmail, shoot the bit on Twitter, and uh, we will soon be on iTunes. And uh, so feel free to hit us up if you have any topics. And uh, if not, then we'll just assume that no one's listening. And we we'll always talk, talk about, about my Chiapas trip. Want. About your what? The Chiapas trip. Oh, yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, man, I got to tell you about that trip. So, yeah. <laughs> not on this podcast, right? Not on this, yeah, next time. Next time. All right, cool. All right. So let's sign off. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs>